What Christmas songs do you want? Bring it in. Which do you want? Uh. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Wrap it up. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat. Um number something not 100 but and cheers jimmy high 90s happy holidays happy christmas that's what brits say don't they you don't like that happy christmas it just doesn't it's not it doesn't ring a bell merry christmas merry christmas makes the most sense fair enough uh and isn't it weird that mary is spelled m-e-r-r-y what else is spelled like that out of the context of christmas having a merry old time yeah. Which we don't see either. Having a gay old time. British thing also. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Anyways. We're American. It's the holiday season. Uh, it's the 22nd. Right? Yes. Right? As all these questions. Um, we're coming in hot on Christmas. This will probably broadcast later though. Just kidding. 23rd. I'll, do, I'll put it out tomorrow. Okay, good. Um, anyways, we're getting ready. Our kids are asleep. Sorry if there's an echo. We're doing this in our living room um, because we can't do it in the basement because my stepson is down there and, you know, kids just take over all your shit, you know. It's a small house too. That's what they do. But speaking of houses. About to have a full, full on studio. Yeah, we are moving. Um, listen, people out there. We're moving into a house across the street from my parents. I think we we, we might have mentioned this before. I don't know. I keep it on the DL because I didn't know if it was like going to happen or not, even after we made the offer. So I was like not planning on broadcasting it. But serious, like everybody loves Raymond situation. And my parents are kind of crazy. Yeah. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's just, it's really crazy. Some ups and downs, I think. Super fun. But Mostly ups. I, I have no reservations whatsoever, but. Yeah. I. A little apprehensive. What if they, you know, what if they pop over and we're like having a party? But then, I mean, you know? I like them both a lot. My fear is that if you, it's like any relationship. Yeah. You get too close. You're going to get. Some issues. Some issues, yeah. And right now I have literally zero issues with either of your parents. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't expect it though. I don't think so either. They're cool. I think my mom's more apprehensive about me encroaching on her life (laughs) more than like me and more than them encroaching on ours. It's it's an encroachment. She's like super independent from like everyone. Like, I tried to drop the kids off today to go grocery shopping. And I was like, we'll be over in like 20 minutes. And she was like, mm, can you make it an hour? I was like, what the fuck are you doing, mom? Like, get up. It's 930. <laughs> Let's get it going. Anyways. We'll see. That's what's happening in our personal life. Uh, we're going to move. and uh, But we have some like work to do in the house before, like always. So. We're going to move out of our really awesome neighborhood that we love so much and uh, into straight suburbia, but it'll be good. My kids are super stoked. They are out of their minds excited. Yeah. You know? I mean, 
<laughs> so where I'm at, but there's been like several like shootings. In, yeah, like in our community, we yeah. we've always talked. We've always been surrounded by the hood. Mm-hmm. Now the hood's coming in. I don't even know if you can call it hood. It's just crime. The house was like, well, no, it's hood. We're not in the hood, but we're surrounded by no, the hood. Crime is coming into our neighborhood. Yes, yes, yes. Shootings out of cars into homes, which, yeah. you know what? It's scary. It's not my flavor. Jimmy, don't talk about it. We're trying to sell this house. It's not my flavor. No. Keep that to a minimum, bro. <laughs> I need a hefty uh, portion of this house to go to my new house. So. Put that in the description, like vaulted ceilings, added one bath, of a kind. Um, shootings stay within one block of the house. Shootings have we have personally never been shot up. Only one that. house within two no, blocks has had bullets enter listen, it. Listen, uh, that's that's silly. Um, because, and this is not what I want to talk about on tonight's episode, but, um, you know, everyone out there, I'm sure it listens to like next door. They get those stupid emails that are like updates oh, or whatever. Oh, somebody shot bullets into my no, house again. LOL. Can I finish my, my sorry, thought? Sorry. My thought is that people talk about all this crime that happens and you see it on the internet and the Facebook and next door and whatever. And it's crazy, but like... Not a lot of it is 100% random. Like, no one's shooting up someone's house that's random. I agree with that. Like, the random things are like the car thefts where it's like, I don't know, try to keep your car locked. Mm. Try not to keep valuables in your car. Mm. Get a security system. Get security cameras. Like, it's not like rocket science living next to like crime just get a little bit smart about it listen nothing like that bad has ever happened to us knock on wood living around here because we follow all those yeah recommendations yes so that's that's just let's just keep that in mind anyways i'm okay to be to get out of it a little bit removed from it i guess so especially with growing children but i don't know i'm mixed feelings about it can't get back out now. I yeah, I know. Anyways, no, it's gonna be fun. It's exciting, and I'm I'm excited because I think it's gonna give us like a a new like I'm just gonna have so much um like available babysitting from my mom and dad. Gonna go out and get fucked up all the time. No, I'm gonna use this new <laughs> like energy and time to. You know, I'll get a job. I'm all pursuing rock concerts and hockey games. No, we're I'm I'm thinking. No, I'm going to work. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to write offers for Chinese investment firms and whatnot. Um, Anyways, moving on tonight. Do you have any food update? Did I make any good? We're coming up on Christmas. So I was thinking about Christmas stuff. So Christmas um, for us is we have a lot of traditions in this household. And one is that we've done Holy Supper, which Jimmy's done apparently every year. And um, it's like like a ton of different courses. It's like an Eastern European thing. Yeah, right. Catholic, uh, Eastern European, like Russian, Slovakian, yeah, Polish. Which fits in. You don't eat meat on Christmas Eve. No, we're gonna make that sacrifice mm-hmm. for Jesus. Um, Sorry. Um, so we, it's. I mean, growing up, there was something that we always did, and it was 
besides like a Friday and Lent, it was like, we're not going to eat meat. And you thought about that? That was like a big deal. This whole day. Yeah. That's so silly. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And there's so, I mean, most of the world thinks like that. Like we're going to, we're going to sacrifice for one day. We might eat fish and cheese, but we're going to take uh-huh. that, you know, but yeah, I mean, I, it, it did feel like a sacrifice at the time. That's really and bizarre. And the point of the sacrifice for Lent or Holy Supper is to remind you of like God. It's supposed to, every time you're like thinking about what you're sacrificing. Yeah. So maybe we should sacrifice something that we do enjoy. What you mean? Like not drink or something? Well, easy there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking like, well, we'll open that can up later, but it's about sacrifice. Okay. All right. Not eating meat is not a sacrifice for us. Put your Bible away, bro. (laughs) Anyways, we're doing Holy Supper. It's like, it um it's supposed to be like tw- like yeah put your Bible away anyways holy supper yeah we're doing twelve courses it's supposed to be twelve courses but it's not mine is only like eight courses and it starts it's really cool I would honestly like you should put this podcast out sooner because it's really like a fun thing as like a vegan or just like a cook or a home cook or whatever because like get all these little um, courses ready and it's like pump and circumstances and like get the table all set cute you know like especially in a pandemic like state whoever's coming over to your house you you know feel comfortable and you know pull out all the steps you know get it get fancy what else do we have going on right now nothing anyway so it's it's all these courses the first course is like a cereal or like a grain um, like Katya, Katya, I think it's like a wheat berry thing. And, um, I got just, I couldn't find wheat berries like I did last year, but I got, um, just like steel cut oats and I'm going to make those with dried fruit and honey. And I think you put poppy seed in that. So it's like a sweet cereal is the first course. Second course what is a soup. What would have been a wheat berry? Wheat berry. It's the same. It's like all like steel okay. cut oat and wheat berries are very similar. Um, it's just a grain, you know? Right. Anyways, the second course is a soup. Last year I made borscht, but this year I'm making the mushroom soup that you gave me the recipe for, but I didn't find dried mushrooms. It's like ha- halava? Mm. Mm. Halupka? Mm. Sure, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, soup. And then it goes, the third course is like pickled um, pickled appetizer kind of things. And I actually got this. Y'all should try this um, from uh, online. I got vegan caviar, which I've obviously never had real caviar, but my dad has. And he tried the caviar and he said it was really good. He said it was like the same tasting. Have you Do ever you, had caviar? No. Yeah, it seems like a really bizarre concept. <laughs> I didn't grow up in that. Kind of lifestyle. Yeah. It's did you super get that expensive. again? I did. I did order it. Sorry. Is it going to come? It's going to come. Yeah. You should. Um, Is there overnight caviar? Vegan I, caviar? I ordered it yesterday and I think it'll be here by tomorrow. Two day? Yeah. Vegan caviar? Yeah. I feel like you should really not. There should be like some sort of, um, you know, block on my phone to like not let me access like Amazon after like 7 p.m. Because I am a hundred percent drunk by that point, and I'm a hundred percent making horrible decisions. Okay. I bought a banana phone the other day. It was <laughs> yes. forty dollars. Yeah. And it's just a it's a banana that's a phone. It just. It's <laughs> like a. Bl- <laughs> it's a Bluetooth 
phone and you you can hook it up to your iPhone or your whatever and it's it pretends to be a phone. I'm going to need a couple more like performances out of that. It's like I love you, it. You broke it out like the day you got it and you're like, look at my banana phone. Call yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to okay. have to justify that a few more times. Well, um, I like, also bought vegan caviar yesterday yeah, like after 7 p.m. for like the kids at school. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. A, parent-teacher conference I'll whip it out at like the grocery store or something excuse me my bananas calling real estate call yeah um anywho where was I so I oh yeah so we're at caviar it's like pickled items is the third course and then the fourth course is some sort of this is so funny I have this like legit memorized because I've been like researching this shit up and down like I'm so I'm Polish. That's my um, background. So like my dad is Polish and Ukraine, which is like the same, which uh, that might be offensive. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then uh, Chinese and Japanese. He's Asian. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's quite like that. And then my mom, um, she is like German and Russian. So I don't know. It's like a weird mix. But both of them got into the uh the eastern european kind of situations you know so not like i did this stuff growing up but it's like there we ate a lot of pierogies yeah i mean said wait my grandma was czechoslovakian so oh. we definitely we messed with this stuff big you time messed with it. we did jim beam was always yeah. a big part of it too well okay let me get on to our traditions okay jim beam will make a make a mark um, so pickled stuff and then it's a cabbage dish and it's kind of like a sauerkraut, but the way I'm making it, it has like cumin in it and carrots and raisins. It'll be like a sweet pickledy kind of sauerkrauty thing. Uh, and then kidney beans that are like slow cooked all, um, day. It's like something that's like, uh, you know, when you eat like black eyed peas on New Year's day. Like yeah, it's like a, a tradition. Yes. And then and then it's pierogies or it's some sort of dumpling of such. Uh, and then there's a bread dish after that that I am foregoing because I just cannot imagine. Sorry. sorry. I can't imagine eating a bread dish after eating pierogies. You don't start with a bread dish? No, it's not. It's not. It's not the order. Okay. And then uh, we'll have like coffee and wine and uh, cookies and then that's it but super excited I'm gonna like make a menu like I'll print it out I got all these like new plates from the thrift store have yeah. you and um yeah and then Christmas we are doing um spaghetti and with like a bunch of vegetables in it because somehow that got turned into a tradition and then shots of whiskey in candy cane glasses Candy cane shot glasses. Beautiful tradition. It's been happening for a couple of years. It's like a you and I tradition, you know? Yeah. Since like the... Uh, the dungeon. The dungeon. Uh, place We've been doing shots of... <laughs> I lived underground for a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> but that, uh, that sounds the pasta, really though, bizarre. We used to hide vegetables in pasta for James, but... Um, we don't have to do that anymore. It could just be good, good old pasta. I think the vegetables are fine with that. Just hide them well. Yeah. Do you, okay. I will try. <laughs> Weird response. 
But that's Christmas, and we're really excited. And um, yeah, right. I think Jimmy needs like a punch to the face. You look really tired, you man. You me. I'm. T- it's been a long day. We get up early now. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. The uh, Christmas thing is kind of weird. Like we think about it so much, especially this year, and we're like so ready for do. it. Like right off of Thanksgiving, it's like Christmas, 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 and now it's so close that I'm like, oh no, it's almost over. Yeah. I'm getting like sad. Not sad. Well, maybe sad, but like there's some years where you're like, oh, it's Christmas. I just just snuck up on me. And then it and then this sneak year it's like all. it's been Christmas for a while, but it's almost like it's it's, it's almost over. As fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And then when all this is gone, it's gonna be like Lisa has the tree down by like noon on Christmas Day. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I do. She does. We gonna put it put it back a little bit this year, but we'll take it on January first. But yeah, I'm just Chris, Christmas is over <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah. Like, okay. Let's move on. Great commentary. Loved it. So. Wow. <laughs> it's avocado time. It's avocado time. Are you leading this or am I? Uh, you are. Where's your. No. Get your computer out. I don't have any notes. You have nothing? It's all upstairs. Oh my God. In my brain. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to enjoy this podcast. I with read Jimmy. a lot. All right. So I watched a documentary. It wasn't a documentary. It was like a freaking show on Netflix about avocados. And what is the show you've been watching it's called, a lot? It's called Rotten. Okay. Um, there's two seasons and I watched one of the episodes is about avocados and it was mind boggling. The ins and outs of avocados and the apparently like unethical practices that are occurring with eating av- with, with you know the avocado boom um just all these horrible things that are happening from growing avocados yeah so that's what so i'm reading and wa- i watched that and i've read a lot about it and it's it's a it's a it's almost like a competition in my brain i guess i could say like a I'm not sure exactly what is unethical about it and how we correct the moral dilemma here. Okay, let's go to so back. So what is the moral dilemma? Well, there's a ton. So do you have you have no facts and figures? Jesus, let me let me I I mean I have number well not specific numbers, You're but like, I like avocados. Um Listen, so... We have increased our avocado consumption. I know, and I really wish my producer here would have all this information. Have, like, the at actual the touch specific numbers? Of his fingertips, but it's okay. I, I got this. Okay. It's fine. You'll just have to come up with, like, cute banter. Do okay. you think you can handle that? Okay. I'll do my Slurry best. Slurry Murray over there. To talk there. louder, because, you know... Freaking yawning. Anyways, um, all right, so... If you thought back to like your childhood, there weren't avocados around. No, no. one was eating guacamole every Tuesday. They never avocado until you I did- was like late twenties. Yeah, you didn't go to the grocery store and there was a you know a whole display of avocados. This is that is new. That is one hundred percent a new concept. I remember the first time I had avocado toast. I was in New York City. 
oh, there with hey. my friend on like a girls trip. And I remember being like, what the fuck is this that shit? That was the first time you had avocado toast? In New York City, like, yeah. When isn't I that, knew you and you went to, to New York? Cliche, yeah. Wow. I know, but that was, isn't that yeah. super cliche? And I then mean, I came home and I remember coming back and being like, because we got to fucking have avocado toast. Like that shit was good. No, that makes sense. Even my parents would say like, there was no such thing as Mexican food growing up. There was no tacos. There was no like, like that. I mean, I'm saying like uh, the avocado is fairly new to us. Like mm-hmm. tacos and burritos. They didn't. Yeah. They no, didn't do that. I, Our parents I, didn't do that. My parents did. No, my, I mean, when we but were they kids. They loved me. Mike, so. Mike, Mike. <laughs> My childhood had that too. I'm saying like my parents said that <laughs> oh, they didn't have oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. It was like a, that was a, like Mexican food didn't exist. Yeah. It's like the same us. thing as like where we're like, oh, I'm having Thai tonight. My yeah. parents are probably like, what? That we didn't. Or avocados. Right. Like, that's, I'm this is all globalization. <laughs> yes. Get it. It's a um, good thing though. Well, is it or is it not, bro? Well. So this boom, um, of this like push of avocados. It didn't happen by like happenstance. It happened for like a couple different reasons. But one of the biggest reasons is that the this like uh, avocado like conglomerate made a like a an effort to push the avocado and and have that boom. It was after NAFTA. What? What? What, Jimmy? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you said he's the just, first he's time like you had. He's just flailing his arms. What? You had avocado toast. In New York, but you had, you had, had, had avocados avocado. be t- before then. That, and is that your what guacamole? Is like, that what you heard in your head? This is the first time I had an avocado. No, that's what I'm trying to sort out because you're very good at making guacamole. So you you've been experienced in the the avocado. Could prior you do me a drink and get me a the, more whiskey? Prior to the <laughs> toast. <laughs> I'll get you some, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely made a lot of guacamole in my day. Okay. Prior to... Prior to toast. Avocado toast. Just to clarify Just saying avocado toast is one of those, like, cliche items that, you know, like, young people get. Yeah, for sure. And that was the first time I had it. Got it. Some sea salt. It was like that really, like, fleur de something or other sea salt. It was, like, fancy lime. Anyways... Um, there was a push from this, they're called, I don't know. See, this is what makes me, cause I like, I don't know all these like names, you know, people. Yeah. The avocado, the Haas avocado board. No, I can't. But there was a push from a council of people, of growers, of farmers that grew avocados that decided we're going to push it. Um, especially like guacamole was a huge push around the Super Bowl. There was like an avocado, there's like a guacamole commercial at the Super Bowl that was like a big deal. So there was this giant push. And here's the thing, and this is why I don't like doing this, but. Um, California used to be our producer of avocados. Yeah, right? it was... Little history lesson here. The United States used to receive a lot of... Like, the only place that we got our produce from was from inside of the United States. Avocados, um, you know, 
the the oranges are from Florida. I'm trying to think of like other well known. Obviously, corn was from the Midwest, or we weren't shipping potatoes in stuff were, from Ohio, other countries. Yeah, we weren't getting any sort of um, imports. But then came along NAFTA, the North America Free Trade Agreement. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Mofo. And, okay, so NAFTA. <laughs> NAFTA opened up free trade from Mexico. What? Hold on. Sorry. Time out. What is Canada giving us? <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, yeah. NAFTA opened everything like they just through should, the borders. They but just should have called it the Mexico. I mean, I'm sure there are things that maybe some t-shirts, some uh, maple syrup, hockey skates. No, no, like, but like realistically, like what is Canada bringing to the table on the old NAFTA agreement? That's a good question. They have to be bringing, not for NAFTA, but they're producing something up there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Somehow they're staying afloat. Um, no one's bothering them. Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> uh, along came NAFTA and... That opened the floodgates for Mexican produce. So one of... Yeah, and prior to NAFTA, it was like cocaine. It was cocaine. It was um, weed. Yep. And like heroin. But heroin's... Heroin's, heroin's a heroin. new a new fave. Oh, okay. The wasn't, poppy plant? Yeah, I mean, that wasn't as popular back then. Okay. It was right. cocaine. It's glad you bring up cocaine because that will reprise later in my spiel. Oh, okay. So Mexico opens or United States opens the gates to Mexican products. Mexico has um, a different terrain, a different like climate, this whole thing. They can produce so much food, um, produce mainly, and they produce a much, you know, cheaperly. Yeah, labor and, and whatnot. Yeah, and um, so that that flooded the avocado um, supply, which now this avocado council ups the demand. We're in a win-win situation. Here's the issue with avocados coming from Mexico and not solely from California. One, in this rotten video... Um, you can't see me do my hand quotes, but in this rotten video, the California suppliers of avocados were super nervous because they were thinking they were going to get just like wiped out from Mexican avocado farmers. But in turn, um, it actually like brought them up because there was just like such a massive, massive demand for avocados that... You know, California avocados lasted three to four months when they were in season. And then the Mexican avocado producers just bridged that gap of, you know, all those other months because they could produce them all year round. And so it just it upped the actual production of California avocados. Slash like desire and demand. Yes. Yes. It is all supply and demand. The more of these videos that I've watched and I've watched like a wine one. Uh, this avocado one. I watched one on honey. The honey one is just fucking bonkers. But <laughs> it's um, the crazy part is that how like simple economics just like 
it just like rules all of this. Like if you have like a basic understanding of economics, like the avocado market, the the wine market, it's just like it's such like a fine balance of I, how how that supply and demand and forcing the price and tariffs and that shit like affects all of this like so intensely. I'm always confused by the I mean, this is a vegan podcast, but the vegetable slash fruit market, mm-hmm. that is confusing to me. What do you mean? Like, Do you have questions, young lad? Yeah. Let me answer them. <laughs> Logically, there's no way any sort of fruit or vegetable could be profitable out of season. Um, but if you're making avocados in a climate in Mexico that we can consume in... January, uh-huh. like they, in February when the Super Bowl is, they they can hold like that. Wait, what? What do you like mean? They can stay a good, desirable thing that you want to eat for that long. Like they don't go bad. What? Oh my God, Jimmy! What? They're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're being like in July or in uh, California. The you said I, you said like three to four months, but that's like. I, I'm going to explain this out. Like, Listen, yeah, in yeah. California, the avocado is harvest. And we have... <laughs> we have Speak um, to me. I, we have three to four months of California avocados, right? That are fresh yes. picked. Maybe it's a week transition, two week transition from being picked to my table, right? That's yes. logistics. Yes. Those are logistics. I knew like a shit ton of people that went to logistics majored in logistics when I was in college because that's apparently like a whole nother confusing ass subject. But two weeks to my table, right? Mexico has a climate where it's crop ever cropped ever crop. It's not a one time of year crop. It is avocados three months grow. Avocados three months grow. Pick. How long does that take to get to your table though? Two weeks. Same thing. A Mexican avocado? Oh fuck yes. Logistics bro. Yes. It seems like very logistic to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It just seems complicated and, and expensive. I have no, I do not know, but no, it's not. Mexico exporting, that's NAFTA. That's NAFTA yeah. for you. But how many, I mean, yes, I'm a, I I understand it, but it blows my mind. To that think an about avocado like, was picked in Mexico and it's on my dinner table two weeks later yeah and how many yeah. how many are thrown out like oh i don't so know many. that yeah that's so many it seems like, like they don't whole make the another car. branch you, i don't know they come from i don't know their trucks they come from grocery stores they're here and then people just don't buy them that week and they're chucked yeah. so you have to factor all that in and then and then the profits and then the, the expense to grow these it's, it blows my mind i'm it's, sorry it's, i watched the thing you watched it it blew my mind that was that's what amazing. i was thinking about you were like how did i get to the trucks <laughs> yeah. oh my god that, those machines that, are so big it's, a, it's an economic conundrum in it's my not brain economic. that's lo- that's not economics that's logistics Logistics is the movement of products from here to there. And that is that is crazy, young lad. It seems that is bizarre. Ridiculous. It does seem ridiculous, but it's even more ridiculous is the pure economics of it, which I would like to get back to. Carry on. Oh so, Mexico has up to their ante of avocado production, as I've said, that they have a climate that allows for them to produce these 
this fruit all year round. So obviously they're going to do that. Mexico, Mexico isn't, uh, what's like a, Mexico's corrupt in a lot of senses. No shit. I don't know how to say that nicely. I don't know how to like put that well. Um, but their their law enforcement, their it's a little cartelly, their their law enforcement, their um, their you know, their government, ever it's it it's not without problems. So when the avocado um business just upped the ante, I, the cartels noticed that and they were like, "Whoa, what the fuck's happening with this?" And the avocado just became like another um like another commodity. And so they took it over just like they did with the with drugs. A legal and, commodity though, which but, is a lot uh, cheaper and safer. Yeah, so um, so this area in Mexico is called a Mic- What's it called? Michoacan. Michoacan. Michigani. It is not Michigani. Michoacan. Michoacan um, is an area. It- <laughs> it's not in China. <laughs> Sorry, Michoacan um, produces like I don't want to say the majority, but it produces a vast amount. Of At least it has a dream of being a Hispanic woman. Latino. Latina. Yeah. Yeah. I would like, yeah, I do. I do. I just. Think, it's okay. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. No, it's fine. I do. I think Latinos and Latinas, they're just like super cute. They're so sassy and like, I just, I love everything about them. It's fine. It's fine. I really do. You don't like, like I said We're in earlier, that world, so it's okay, I think. Okay. It's a complete. I'm not sure if it's, it's like. A uh, is this, is like a complete compliment. It's like a. An appropriate thing to say. That I just love Mexicans. Yeah. I don't know. It's not even Mexican. It's all Southern American like situation. Hispanic like culture. Everything. Yeah. I get, I mean, I'm I just, you. I love like the women are hot, you know, and they're just cool. Well, like, just like, like I said before, I'm Polish. Like, no one, I've said this before, like, no one's ever been like, what a sassy looking Polish lady. I'm always. You know? <laughs> I follow like <laughs> sexy Polish chicks on yeah, Instagram. Like, that's like not a thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, back to the avocado. So um, the Mexican government allows for a lot of corruption and just illegal behavior when it comes to the avocado trade. They like extortion, you know, like they would. They don't allow it. They allow it. I'm they saying they allow. allow f- no, it's no, no. Happening. You didn't. You didn't hear what I said. I said they allow for a lot of illegal activities. The government. Yes. They're, they're, I feel like they're trying their hardest. Oh God! Here to it fight it. Okay. Locally, I could say that on local levels. Yeah. Someone's li- listen. We can play the PC <laughs> game. Someone's dropping the ball. And I Mexico. have no Mexican PC, but I, I feel like at their heart. Just like we are, they're trying to fight corruption, and corruption is winning. Oh, sorry, this that hits hard. Is that your oh first swing my of that? God. Yeah. Sorry, I got some new ooh whiskey from uh, <laughs> It's called Echo Echo I think Spirits. It's, I think it's gasoline. It is. That'll put hair on your back. It takes a long time to distill a good whiskey, and ooh. they've been around for like six months. Stop. <laughs> That's just that's just hit. No, I'm I was joking. I'm literal. Like it. Yeah. They're just they're making their way, you know. Okay. Gotta okay. get through it. Okay. 
Sorry, that just like took me back. Anyways, um, the cartel, the cartel, the government. I think the government is trying their best. Okay, yeah, they mentioned that mm-hmm. in that uh, documentary, but we could we can say that there's a lot of corruption. So, anyways, the cartels took mm-hmm. control of the avocado trade in a broad sense, and they, just, uh, like I was saying, crazy stuff. Like they. They kidnapped some farmers and they would hold them for ransom because they knew the kind of money these farmers were making. They would yeah. burn down, um, you know, they would burn down their farms to, it's a, it's to sh- fuck with the supply and the demand. Like, it's a shakedown. So it's... You pay me to keep yeah. staying live. Honestly, I was thinking, I don't, want, I don't want to make this a bigger topic, but I was like thinking about this today and I, I'll, I'll make it one. But it's a shakedown that Mexicans are getting from cartels in a sense that like, hey, here's this product that you're making a ton of money off of. Yeah. We want a piece of it. Yeah, definitely. They're not, they're not taking it over. They're not making it their own. They're just, hey, you're making money. Give us a piece of it. If you don't, we'll kidnap you. We'll kill you. We'll take our people. Does, right. that, does well, that sound familiar? No, I think that the cartels actually did want a piece of it. That they wanted to demand how much these farmers are making, how much they're producing, how much is like viable, what they're selling it for. They wanted in on everything because they saw how profitable it yeah, is. Yeah. It's a billion dollar. I'm like, saying that they're not trying to run the farms. They're just trying to get a. No, I think they are trying to run the farms at this point. Uh, maybe, but they can't. It's like it's like Breaking Bad or something. You can't just like take over the operation because mm-hmm. it's an operation. But anyways, I equate this not to get political to, to the U.S. government, like doing what, getting their hands in everything. Like oh. it's it's the same kind of situation. Like you have a government that doesn't have as much control over the market, and the cartel is taking over the market. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very. I don't want to go down that. Wow. That hallway, but you have such like that's like a you got you have a low idea of the government right now. Our government, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, no, you're feeling so down in the dumps about your government. <laughs> I really am. I feel so but bad. It's, it's the same kind of thing, though. But I feel like in a Mexico, the government doesn't have that control, which there is some value in the control of like regulation yeah. of the government to like make okay. sure this shit doesn't happen. Well, listen, let me get but to that's like, that's the problem with the avocados. It's yeah. It's there's no regulation to restrict these big bad scary cartels. So there's being murder and rape and kidnap and stuff. Right. Right. We don't have I that. I don't think anyone's been raped over avocados, but they mm. have been kidnapped. I, I can tell bet you, you they that. Have. Anyways, um, so you, it's funny you speak about the government and their involvement in Mexico because there was all these, um, all these groups that like came up and revolted against the cartels because they were so pissed. They were like, what the fuck? I'm just trying to make my, yes, I'm just read trying about to make that. a dollar. It's very exciting. Yeah. I'm just trying to make, you know, this is my farm. This is, and keep in mind that avocado trees take anywhere from like five to 10 years to produce um, a fruit. And so some of these trees have been around for, you know, a long period of time. It's an investment. 
And but for the cartels to just like jump on that after a year or two of growth and kind of demand something that's not possible, I'm assuming it like if I was a farmer, I'd be like, fuck you, you know? So these these groups of um like militias popped up. And mm-hmm. there was a, it was like a little like gray area of the militias were kind of like the same thing as the cartels. They were like, I'm protecting the people. But it was kind of like, are you protecting the people? Are you protecting the product? Are you the good guys? Are you the bad guys? Like it's kind of, I don't know. It's like a, it was like a very weird gray area of, um, you know, these like these I don't, I don't want to call them gangs, but they kind of are. No, I mean, gangs. they're malicious. Like, that, I read about that and I was fascinated by that. So, I, I was reading about, like, how to ethically buy avocados. And. Sorry, this <laughs> is some hard talk. whiskey. But, yeah, that's. Some crazy shit. If you stop buying their avocados, like, I'm. I'm pro, like, fuck the man. Take mm-hmm. him down. And these guys are taking arms, saying, like, you know what? We grew this shit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to stand up to the mob. We're going to stand up to the cartels. That's one little province, though. But where most of this is happening, though. It is. Yeah, it's, a major, it's a major supplier of avocados, so a, for sure. Yeah, I read, a, I read an article today from a very, like, Normal, I think it was USA Today, maybe. Like it was the, I Us couldn't, Weekly. I, I couldn't equate any sort of bias to, like a very open article that was saying, like, we don't, we're not gonna, we don't want to support violence, but um, if you stop buying avocado, I don't want to get to the end of this with the, any wrap up. If you stop buying avocados, if you, if you, if you're only gonna support American avocados, you're kind of helping the cartels. No, I. Cut them off. Don't enable that shit. No, but these guys are fighting back and they need your support. Mm-mm. So when you cut yourself off from these Mexican avocados, you're kind of, you're kind of no. tying no. the hands of these good people that grew these yeah, no, I know to what fight you, against the cartels. I know what you're saying. Sense? I just, um, you don't feel that? Why don't you feel that? No, no, I don't. If, it, uh, and we should wait to talk about this, but if there's an overall drop in supply or in demand of avocados, you think those cartels, I mean, they might, yeah, lash out on the local farmers and say, like, what the hell? But it's not those local farmers' um, problem. It's not their, it's not their fault. And I think that, the, like, sorry, cartel, sorry. Not the cartel, Tough but the, the people are trying to produce these avocados. But the pe- no, no, that's some enabling ass shit. I, I support the revolution. I, I don't know if that's support a real actual thing. change. Anyways, so Mexico is only just one part of the problem with the avocados, which is like a sad and crazy thing. So that's all I read about. <laughs> um, so Mexico, Mexico, like we could just sum it up. Mexico's a hot mess, and the avocado industry has just been an example of how Mexico is dealing with shit. It it's corrupt. It's not it's not a free enterprise whatsoever. Actually, if you go watch this documentary, it's really interesting that one of this little province that is um like the whole town's industry is based off of 
um, avocados is that those avocado farmers join together and they just pay for like a straight up, you know, what are those called? Mercenaries? Like paid soldiers? Uh, I don't know. They're called mercenaries. They're not mercenaries. They're just <laughs> security guards. But they just, they pay for, they have like an armed guard around the whole city. And it's like a walled city. And there's like, if you like look that. at, if you look at like Sounds the. Like freedom to me. Inside. Sorry. Inside of armed wall. Yeah. Like the government's not going to take care of you. Okay. I think, Jimmy, here, you want, you are. <laughs> A little off. Sorry, Anyways. Anyways, the um the whole city is like surrounded by like yeah, a giant wall and there's armed guards all around it. So the if you look at like crime stats, the stats inside of it are like zero. But that's because no one comes in or out. There's people walking around with AK forty sevens the whole time. And so I don't I wouldn't want to live there. That's crazy. No, I wouldn't want to live there, but I'm just saying like they have it's I don't know, it's like a it's an experiment in government, I guess. I don't know. The guy, you know what? It was funny because the guy on the show was like, is this something we should be aspiring to? And he was kind of saying like, no, this isn't necessarily like our goals as a society. Like we can't just, there's still a problem out there. I wonder what their tax uh, rate is. I wonder if they give 22.5% to the government. Okay. That would That would be like a question because if you weren't, and you're giving like 5%, I'd be okay with that. Okay. But if you're giving 22.5%, I'd want more. I don't know where all this anger is coming Does from. Does that make sense? Like. I'm comparing like a, our government to, sorry, a matter of our government. Yeah. You should just maybe drink some more whiskey or something. No, I should go to bed. Okay. <laughs> Larry Murray. Anyways, no, we have a whole nother region to talk about. Let's go. Anyways, um, so the second half of the avocados and why avocados have a, such a moral or an ethical, um, you know, dilemma to them is that it, can I say Chile? Like the country Chile. Chile. Yeah, but I just, I can't keep saying Chile. Yeah, Because it's just like, okay, I'm going to say Chile. That's racist. It, it's not racist. I just... <laughs> I feel really funny saying Chile the whole time. It's the name of the country. Oh, my God. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so Chile <laughs> jumped in on making avocados, too. And the problem in said country... I forgot about this part. ...is that... Okay, and this is crazy. Is that this country, um, they're... Their economic, um, you know, like people or I don't know what you want to call them because they're crazy, decided they were going to privatize water, which I usually am all for (laughs) privatizing things. But the idea that you're going to privatize water and listen, uh, a little caveat here is like, I'm all for privatizing things, but I live in the United States and usually I know we like complain and bitch and Jimmy's clearly on some sort of issue with the United States right now, but we do live in like a pretty free country. We live in like a pretty, you know, like if we do have regulations, I feel like they're uh, beneficial 
to the you know the the normal Joe Schmo the like, greater good. Yeah, like like we we complain about shit, but we're not living in a country that decided to privatize water and took you know like even if someone you know like even if someone is dirt poor and has zero dollars to their name, I think they deserve water. You know. I'm okay like, with that's that. freaking crazy. I'll allow it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so this country, um, and and maybe maybe they did it with the best of intentions. Um, those people that are talking about those economic e- economists, um, they went to school in the United States with, God, I forget his name. Do you remember his name? Uh, no. Okay. Well, he was one of like the forefathers of free capitalism here in the United States. And his ideals are fascinating and really great in ideals, just like a lot of other philosophers' ideas are really great in, you know, writing, but not necessarily amazing in, you know, real life. They took those ideals in Chile and they put them they put them down in practice and they privatized water. So basically that means that Whoever can afford water will buy water. And if you don't have money, you don't get water. So lo and behold, the avocado industry sweeps into Chile, which has kind of the same climate as Mexico. There's a ton of you know land to, to produce avocados. And keep in mind, there's a giant demand of avocados because God forbid we don't have guacamole on the Super Bowl. Um, so Chile is just like, you know, farms are breaking out everywhere and they take a shit ton of water to make like most produce, but yeah, they take it. It seems like a lot more though. They do. I did have a stat on that. Putting everything around them out of business, like drying up riverbeds and stuff. They're drying up all the shit. I don't know what my stat is. I'm sorry. But I just know that. Oh, here it goes. It takes 1,000 liters of water to grow one kilogram of avocados, which is roughly three Haas avocados. Three full avocados. 1,000 liters of water to produce three avocados. I I think about water a lot. That's mind-boggling. You talk about the logistics. That's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, but, I mean, think about the water it takes, like beyond that, to get to your table. Well, you mean know. like the logistics of like the truck coming here? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I think about water a lot. I, it bothers me. I think water, uh, water wars. You know, like that's our last. That's our last like thing like what the fuck are we gonna do when all the water's gone what the and, fuck are we gonna that makes my mind burst i can't I, even think about it let's not even go there because i can't i don't know where my brain's gonna go yeah it's also a my least favorite word like a privileged mindset to have clean water yeah just to just to be like what what if the water was gone yeah it's an entitled mindset but it it's is. something we're used to and no, we should think about that. We really should. Well, we, we're vegans, so we do a little bit. We could do part better. Part of why I'm vegan. Um, I don't know how, but we can try. big part of why, but... Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Water no. world. I have water so many wars. reasons that I want to like judge other people. But that's one of them. On the water? Yeah. yeah. We'd save so much 
If water. people stopped eating meat. Yeah. I just I like the state you're in. You like were like an angry drunk, and now you're just like a like um sad and emotional drunk. I wasn't angry. <laughs> anyway, um, so I guess you could predict what is going on in Chile with avocados. Is that the chili industry is just taking all the water, and it's not just from farmers, like. People don't have water. It's like the um, a lot of people will dig like a well or some sort of natural way of getting water. You know, a waterway, a, a river, a lake, whatever. Those are fucking gone because these avocado farmers it's dried just, up. Yeah, they they took them, and I don't know. I, at the end of the whole documentary, I can't call it the show. The the like overall thing, you know, like Mexico's got its cartels and that's BS and that's crazy. But what's just disheartening and what's sad that the water, that's like the biggest um, just like it just puts like, you know, like it gets you in the gut because it's like what it's like, what the fuck? We can't like just water guys <laughs> like it's gonna be gone yeah. like what are you doing and it's just it just i don't know i have this like theme ongoing and it's it's sad but it's like there's just too fucking many of us and we all want to live this crazy dream of guacamole on tuesday you know and you know we we just want to live this dream of Having this, these, all these commodities and all this produce. We I didn't want, know people like the avocado so we much. We want all the produce all year round. You know, we don't want anything to be, you know, a once a year thing. We want all of it all the time. We want all the meat, all the the products, and um, it's just it's having a really dire effect on our environment. What do we do? Uh, this, ooh. this is where it gets like. Very like entitled. <laughs> what do we do? I did. I did. Um, where I did look up an article and it had like one. It had four ways to um to cut back. Four ways. I don't know, the no, the no, one no. that I read was like what? I I guess I guess the struggle. Do you like I said earlier? Do you stop supporting these avocado farms? No. Just yes. start buying like you do California stuff, but then. You're kind of crippling these businessmen in Mexico that are handcuffed by the mob or whatever, the cartel. I just, I feel like that is a form of enabling the mob or the cartel. So fuck it. And also, sorry, bro. The the perspective I read. Fuck it. Sorry, bro. Fingers are out. I live here. I'm going to work. I'm going to do my shit here. This is saying this with her Santa Claus pajamas on BT dubs that I bought from a thrift store. Have you now? <laughs> Probably still made in Mexico. Doesn't matter. It's from a thrift store. <laughs> I'm just saying like that was the uh, the angle that I read. I don't know. I never, I never thought of it like that. Like you're being shaken down by the cartel. And then people are like, oh, it's I'm going to be ethical. It's and enabling. Then, you buy from the country that you live in. 
I'm if you live in Mexico, I'm okay with that. There's people that live in Mexico. They can support their own avocado workers. I like. I it's think not. There's, there's a couple people that live there. Yeah. It's not like that country can't support its own farmers. True. So this podcast doesn't do great there, anyways. It's fine. That's the, but this, you know, like. It's not my job to have Mexico farmers do well. Sorry. Yeah. It's not. So So no, I will not have support Mexican and I don't, it's not California because I California avocados. In we do. We gross, have them when they're in season. Just they're not But like around. I said, it's not my job to 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 you know, support a Mexican farmer. They have their own country. Which That's their own Yeah. It's not my job. Season. And furthermore, if I know that my purchase of a Mexican avocado has money going to a cartel, you think I'm going to support that fucking shit? Even though I obviously I know that one half of that or whatever is going to a good farmer, I'm not supporting that. Okay. That's called enabling. I get that. And I'm not that. fucking doing that. I get that. Number one, the number one way you can. Do we have um, any avocados? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We do not. The number one way you can help this is the first and foremost thing is we can all try to push for an ethically that um, like free trade. I don't know what it's called, but there's like an emblem you get. Like it's like a certification that is means that there's no harm in the making of this avocado. They came uh, with. Coffee. Coffee has this now, you know, like free trade coffee or ethically made coffee. There's like some sort of emblem that they get. That needs to be pushed. That need, that's, a legi- that. that's a legislative like thing. You know, like I don't necessarily know if I'm going to like go out and advocate for. Yeah. I regulation. Will, I will try. But that's the first thing we need to do is have some sort of, you know, Standard, standard of how this avocado was made to know like, oh, this, you know, didn't have any cartel involvement. <laughs> um, cartel free. Yeah, cartel free. Um, keep it in season. So I think that's the best advice. Wherever you live, your country probably sees sun once in a blue moon and you guys can produce your own avocados. That's it. By local, wherever you are. So if you live in Mexico, go go to town. You can have year all round. the avocados you want. They have year-round avocados. You yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Guacamole in, sauce. in in the United States, California produces a lot of avocados. But also, I saw. Uh, oh, it's right here. Number two, broaden your plate. Uh, there's other types of avocados. Florida makes avocados. They're just a different type. So the the Haas avocado, and they pronounce it Haas. Who are you used to? The Haas avocado. Um, that's like the big ones. And um, oh no, they're not giant, but they're like the they're just like the, the most popular one. But um, they are usually made in California, but in the United States. There's different varieties that are made in Florida or other parts of the South. So, so you know, try some different varieties of avocados if you're, your grocery store has them or whatever. Or if you live in those areas, make your own avocado tree. I don't know. Seems to be easy on Pinterest. Eight to ten years. Um, and then, then it just, you know, the next two 
or stretch your avocado. Someone said <laughs> put peas in your guacamole. Okay. That, that sounds disgusting. We tried to, tried to make. I'm not. I'm not wasting an avocado by putting peas in it. I think it was more like if you don't have the avocado. To make avocado, make pea guacamole. Is that like a supplement? You're literally wasted. There's no fucking way. Is that is that no. not what number three is saying? No. Peas in guacamole. Ew. That sounds gross. Jimmy. It looks the same. Cut off. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Thought that was a. The last one? Were, the last, like. I could save some guacamole with or peas. some avocados by making peas. It just wouldn't even be guacamole. Would it? No, it would be pea mash. That's what you would call it. I can't. Anyways, I'm not in a good state right now with my husband. Um, Lastly. Last one is, it says don't throw your avocados away. I don't really understand what this means, but. Never um, thrown one away. I'm going to, I'm going to interpret this into my own life. And sometimes I don't get when the avocado is done or you know ripe and so I, I might let them i've i've thrown an avocado or two away in my life and Whoa. so don't do that you know if you got if you got that little thing maybe make sure you don't you know you've throw given it away. me some pretty shitty avocado toast in my day i don't think when they're brown they're bad i just think you set them aside for my <laughs> toast. Fine. this this guy sorry i think it was a great um insight to Ethical avocados. Something. Okay. Okay. That's good. Well, so, but yeah, just like I would do it like my um, classroom, I feel very teacher-esque. Let's revisit. Well, one, Mexico is corrupt and they don't know how to deal with a booming industry called the avocado. So there's a whole bunch of corruption in Mexican avocados. Two, Chile uses all the water and so citizens in Chile don't have water to drink because all the avocado farms are using it and then uh three California avocados are I think the best to go for okay in season if you live in the United States if you live somewhere else you know you should probably eat their avocados yeah we have our own cartels that yeah totally leave your own cartels <laughs> what the what was APAC was APAC the thing that regulated NAFTA? There was like a correlation between the cartels and APAC. And they were like saying that like they, APAC like helped regulate the trade. Not that we should get into this, I'm not but sure, like, yeah. not that we should get into this, but like, it's, uh, I, fuck free trade. That really <laughs> fucked up shit. Uh, yeah, how free is it? Not free at all. Wait till we talk about the honey episode. Oh, man. Oh, that was fucking crazy. All right, we'll do that next. Yeah, we no, I really, the wine one. Uh, listen, I'm a normal person. When something jars me, I got to share it with people. Watch the show. And What's the avocado one jarred me. The honey one, jar, not even like from my consumption of honey. It was just like, this is some crazy shit. And then the wine one really jarred me too. What's the show called? Called Rotten. Rotten. Oh it's God. funny because I watched one earlier and I didn't think it was like all that interesting. Oh. But this this was just I couldn't. 
That was crazy. Well, I'd like to look into it a little bit. I loved your insight today, Jimmy. I thought you were spot on. Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> thank I felt you. Like, I felt like all your comments were just really helpful. I'm probably going to get like commercials after this episode. Probably. Probably totally going to get. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'm going to go watch Big Mouth in my bed because it's like my favorite cartoon. And um, ha- Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas. However you say it. Happy Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. You know, all those fun stuff. Merry Christmas. Go have yourself a holy supper. Even if you're not, it's just fun, you know. Nope. Perfect timing. Okay. Good night.